I'm Shella. And I'm Tevin. And, and this, this is, is Serving, Serving Tea. Hello and welcome Serving Tea fans. Ooh, not fans. <laughs> we got fans? Yeah. What would our fan base be called? Ooh, ooh that's a good one. The Servingistas? Servingistas? Oh, that sounds Or the so... Teasters? The Teasters? No, I don't like that. I, I want to say something like tea bags, but no, that's not right. <laughs> Hello, you tea baggers out there. Tea baggers? <laughs> tea baggers. Better than the other term that was in the last episode. Oh, no. <laughs> that I'm not going to say again. Yeah, we, we're just going to blur that out. Wait, what do you call it? I'm bleeping. Bleep it, it, it out. Blur it out. It's maybe derogatory, but it's not, you know, whatever. This is, this is our podcast, and I can say what I want. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's how you feel? That's how I feel. Yeah, we call our fan like tea baggers. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't I don't really care for balls like that either. Are you into balls or no? What kind? <laughs> Baseballs. Oh, okay. I like the ones with like chocolate and like hazelnut. <laughs> what? That's so funny. What, Ferrero Rocher? I love a Ferrero Rocher. Oh my god. That was a really good segue to like get away from me just starting to podcast off with balls. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So, um,. The other day, I'm, like, cruising on, like, Jack, which is, um, a gay social media, it's not even a gay social media. We know what Jack media. is. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, a grinder, or, you know, you know, I know what grinder, grinder is, uh, definitely more, uh, white guys, and Jack is more, like, black guys, and that's why I prefer Jack, because I, I know, I just, you know, I, I just prefer, prefer black um, men. You know that Black People Meet site? You ever go on there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I might have, I might have done it or something, a couple... Maybe. I don't think I've had a profile. Wait, there, I used to I... have... Okay, there was this thing for the Asian community. It was called Asian Avenue, and we would call it AA, but it was never anything... Okay, it was intended for dating, but the way me and my friends would use it was just for, like, to show our, like, our profile pictures and, like, our big um, background and music. So, it was MySpace for Asian it people. It was not even just a MySpace. It was, like, a Zanga. What is Zanga? I don't know. What the, I really don't you know what You know what, what Zanga is? is? I have no idea. It's X-A-N-G-A. Zanga. X-A-N-G-A. I've never heard it. What That's is Zanga? That's how it's spelled. I don't know. Some people, some people pronounce it X-Anga. I don't like the way that was pronounced. But anyways, it was the thing before MySpace where you would blog and like you would have like, I don't remember if it had music, but like you would just write your profile like, my name is Shella and I'm 20 years old. Like it was just like one of the files. <laughs> it wouldn't sound all country like that. Oh my but like God. it would just be like... Your little profile, kind of like a MySpace, you know. Oh. But you would also write your daily blog. Like, oh my god, today at school, I fought with this girl. Like, every day would have, like, a journal entry. Almost. That's really cute, actually. I would, <laughs> and you I'm, would decorate your background and, like... Yeah, I gotta say, um, what, I want to tell the story about uh, me cruising on Jack. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'm on Jack one day. I'm just in my bed. Um, I'm just like, whatever. This guy hits me up. He's like, hey, what's up? He's like, I, I sell weed or whatever. So, I'm like... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and it's funny because I literally just ran out of weeds. I don't know if that was just like you know some serendipity like moment or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll be there and like uh, I'll give my address or whatever. He's like, I think what he's like, what do you need? I'm like, I need like a what did I get? I got like a half. What's that one? A half. After an yeah, I got like a half or whatever. And like it was just uh, it was weird. But I'm like that was really good. And like now we're like. How much you paid for that? Did you get ripped off? No, I did. I I'm very like I know the prices of weeds, so I'm very like I'm not trying to like you know get ripped off by it how much was it it was like uh i think it was like 65 which is about the price of like a half and it was like good stuff it was like i got like grandma's cookies or something it was a really nice indica oh you got that kush yeah it was a hybrid it was really good i have like a little bit left i'm probably gonna hit them up this week when you know those funds come through I want some too. 
Yeah, no, you should. Like, he was, he was really, like, cool. Like, he, like, I got in a car. I thought he was, like, I thought he was going to either, like, try to, like, hit on me or whatever. But uh, I think he was just solely on there to sell weed to the gay community. Was he, like, even into the community? I don't know. <laughs> but if he if he can promote his business on Jack, I'm not mad at it. Um, it. It also could be a little dangerous just getting in a car as a stranger. But I think every time you go on, like, line, say, like, Grinder Jack or whatever... Tinder, any, like, dating site. That's endangering itself. Yeah, you take a risk every time. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, I wasn't, I'm like, I'm, he was right in my house. And I'm like, he's like, uh, I just got in, got the weed and got out. I was in there. I was in his car for like one minute. I didn't try to do no small talk. Like, hey, what's your name? How are you? I'm like, this is just a business transaction. It wasn't like the time where some guy bent you over at IHOP. Oh, <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> was it not like one of those? Ain't no one bending me over. Okay. Oh, oh, so, you're oh, the oh, one so who you're bends. You're the one who bends them over. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a different. That was. Is, a... Is, are we saying Tevin is um? Tevin is what? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna ask. Oh my! What? What am I? Top or bottom? Or oh, versatile. <laughs> I, I, I prefer to, I prefer to be verse. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just like to switch it up. You know, switching the positions like Ariana Grande. Wait, can I say something funny? Okay, I was watching American Dad um, the other night. I watched it every night actually. There uh-huh. was this episode where everyone was getting raptured, and like this gay couple, there was only one gay that got raptured, and then the one that didn't get raptured, he was like, "I guess God loves gays only if they're tops." <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely. I just a... thought it was funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, anyway, no, that's, that's really funny. Um, yeah, but like I got the weed from him. It was just like really quick, and you know, and I also thought he was kind of cute. But I'm like, I didn't even like, I didn't even see him that way because I was just like, let me just get my weed, you know, get home, get high, because I need my medicine. You were just there for a transaction. You didn't even care about the yeah, whole it was business. Thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm just kind of like, I'm not really whatever. I'm like, yeah, let me just get this and go. That was really quick. I can't even remember what he looked like, but I did notice he had a rental car, and I knew that because like because this, there was a sticker with a cigarette on it. Yeah, there was a sticker saying no smoking. I'm like, not a rental car. Uh-uh. You know what it was? <coughs> I feel like he was there. He probably had that car for like in town for like a few days. Yeah. And he was just trying to make up some money that he had spent. I only thought about the story because he like has my number. He keeps texting me like he'll text me like deals. Like he has like his flash sales. I'm like, let me find out. I got like you know, a little weed dealer. Oh, okay. Flash yeah. sale. Uh, you know, there was a time I used to be so against smoking weed. Do you remember Precious the first? Precious had everything. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was a time when Precious had everything. <laughs> Okay, um, we gotta, yeah, I'm gonna get to that. Cause, uh, Tim, I literally was trying to segue the money thing, and you just kept talking about, like, no, you know what, I, I, you, you, you do it. I'm yeah, not our, our, our topic is gonna be about money. Um, I literally know. had the perfect segue, and you're just like, I, I, let, I, me, I, let me tell you about the time when Precious had everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. Yo, Precious is a good-ass movie. Uh, we're gonna get into that uh, for the month of February, because I have some really excited plan for all the topics. In February, we'll talk, no, oh no details gosh. yet. Gotta make sure everyone's on board at, you know, Serving Tea LLC. Everyone as in me and at, the, the tea baggers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's loud, funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, oh, my God. I lost my train of thought. Um, good, good. Because we need to take a break soon. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break and get into the top. Maybe I'll think of the thought I had. Welcome back, tea baggers. Oh my god. You know, stop trying to make tea baggers happen. It's not going to happen. You know what? <laughs> I asked you what we wanted our fan base to be called, and you, you couldn't even give me an answer. You gave me that answer. Tea baggers? I'm pretty like sure that. you came up with tea no, baggers. No, I didn't. Did I say tea baggers? You did. I'm going to have to We can back. run back this track. Yo, and I, you can, like... Stop the track. Let me stay facts. 
Um, I, I'm pretty sure you said teabaggers. And then I kind of just piggybacked off not, that. Not this plane flying by right now. Oh, my God. Where, where are they going? Do you remember the episode they we did? They're going to Sri Lanka. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up on the Sri Lanka. Um, all right, so we're going to get to our topic, which is going to be money, which fucking makes the world go round. And we have, <laughs> I have stories about money, our spending habits. We can also talk about billionaires also. And, you know, like. That sounds like a long episode. I don't know if I can, like, mm, yeah. last. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can pop, you know, a Trojan or something. You'll be good. <laughs> Not like, us with the sponsors again. Mm. Trojan, Red Hot, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, how are you with spending money? Do you think you're good at, like, saving money and spending it? Fuck no. Yeah, I mean, I would say Jesus saves, I spend, and that's literally what it is. You know, it's funny you say this. You say all these things. I keep track. I've got receipts for days with you. Yeah, I know. Literally, and like, there's a lot of times where like, you're like, the money is not gonna come with me when I'm dead. I'm gonna spend it today, and I'm like, okay, that's a good mindset. But then when I ask you to do something, it's kind of just like, oh, I can't. All right, let, let's just get into yeah, it. Yeah, can we? Can I don't we know. Get when, into I don't it? know when this episode is going to come out. When it's whatever, but like today, because we're doing two episodes in, in like one or whatever. Today, she'll ask me if I want to come to Miami with um her and uh, Deja and her friend, and I was just like, I gotta think, like you know, I gotta think about my money. I have rent coming up and all that. So it's just like I'm not one to just be very spontaneous with like like I spend money like a lot, but I'm very like careful where I spend it like you know make sure I like like my household is going to be together before I go and you know you know pull up in a Sri Lanka in, it is going to be Miami. together but see the thing with you it's like okay for me like I'm ready to go if you ask me like yo you want to take a road trip next week I'd be like yeah I want to take a road trip next you week you know I would never ever say that because I'm like for me when I'm like planning a trip especially when I know we're gonna spend money on a trip I'm very like I need to know like a month in advance before I just like I'm not one to just no don't give me that because when I bought you tickets to Cali on your birthday in October, I told you like five months in advance just for this sole purpose. Did I go to California or not? You, okay. The only reason why you did was because I got the flight and changed the date to my birthday. Did I go to California? Only because I changed the dates and because we have a fucking pandemic. Can you answer the question? Did did Tevin Jones and, and you... Not on the, the date we originally booked? The fact is I went. Also, when Shell bought these tickets, we have we were going way back. Because when Shell bought these tickets, it was right in the beginning of the, when the pandemic first started. And it was just a what, bad 2019? timing. Uh, no, in 2020, it was just a bad, it was bad timing. I wasn't thinking about, like, traveling. So it was just, like, I appreciate you buying it, but it was just, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't to me, good timing. I'm not trying to, like, waste time, because I could fucking, I could die tomorrow. You and know, like. could, yeah. Yeah, That's it's very just, like, I think the way, I'm very spontaneous when it comes to just, like, a lot of things, because it's, like, when will you ever get that opportunity again? You're, like, what if you were meant to go there? It's, like, yeah. timing is everything, and you know, everything happens for a reason. Like, if you miss out on the opportunity, like, when the fuck is going to pop up? You know I what I mean? Feel I feel that. like, I feel like there's a reason why Ashley. Like maybe we'll run into like some superstar that you really love. Like I don't know, fucking RuPaul. You know what I mean? Like I would die. I would absolutely. Or just anyone die. in general. I feel like, I feel like this was meant for us to like go. Yeah, we had a great time. Um, but also just like saving the money, it is like a, a thing. Um, okay, me saving money. Like, do you have a savings account? Just curious. I want to know. Okay, so I, I was told. That I should have one. And, like, yeah. I just never, like, followed up on it. It's not because I don't want to. It's just I just never had the... 
I don't know. I just never did it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, we're in a time where everyone's been doing this uh, 10-year challenge. And I just want to talk about, like, just, like, the economic state of, like, say, America. They were doing a 10-year challenge, and someone put it to 10-year, like, you know, the cost of an apartment 10 years ago and the cost of an apartment now. And the price clearly went up, you know, from the uh, 10 years ago to now, obviously. But then the minimum wage just stayed the same consistently, depending on what state you live in. And we live in Pennsylvania. And the minimum wage is, what, like seven twenty five. You know what I mean? So it's just like... It's nothing that's really changed, and it's just like, it's. I think it's definitely hard to save money, like now, and like most jobs don't really pay that well. Hell, like I have two jobs. Like I work two jobs to like make sure I can maintain, get my household together. I'm trying to buy a house in the next five years and stuff like that. Like I'm trying to like you know work towards something. Um, it's. I think it's definitely tough out here to save money, like depending on what job you have. Well, even if you change jobs and get like a higher wage, for example, it's it takes a little bit of time to even just get back on your feet and like feel comfortable even spending that money. Because like, some people think, oh, you got a higher paying job, like you should be good. Like, no, it's just, it's gonna take a couple months for you to like you know get in the groove of just like your spending habits and how much you're like making and how much you can actually spend. Yeah. You know? It's like, I, I think it's definitely hard to, and like, I, I wonder, like, I was talking to a friend, and she was telling me, yeah, I have like a whole savings account, I haven't touched it. She's like, but it's not a savings account, like, she takes like her, she has it saved like in her house, or like, I think she has it at a friend's house or whatever, and um, I'm just like- Wait, I, so they're, they're drug dealers, and that's the drug money. No, it's not drug money. <laughs> no, she's not a kingpin, or a queenpin, or whatever it is, but I, she was just telling me like how she saves, like she puts a certain amount away, gives it to her friend, they put it away, and she doesn't touch it, and I'm just like, I've never had- like, Wait, wait, wait. We had something like that before. Okay. So one time... I, I know think, what you're going to say. <laughs> I think Tevin was like... I think we were trying to save for a trip or something, right? Uh-huh. Or I don't even know what it was, but so Tevin was like... So dad. What? No, was, no. Oh, not not so, that bad. No. God damn. Can I ever talk? I'm going to fucking lose my train of thought. But anyways, Tevin had this thing where like he wanted to save money for something that we wanted to do and our other friend was just like, I'll keep the money just so he doesn't touch it, you know? What friend? Who was this? Sorry. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Okay. It was like fucking... Okay. The only thing Tevin had in the bank or whatever was 20 bucks. So he was like, okay, here's 20 bucks for you to hold. And then, like, not even, like, a day later, you're like, can I get that $20? Yeah, I'm like, I need some cigarettes or something, girl. (laughs) It's very, I think it's super hard to save money. And, like, also the type of industry that I'm in, like, I I work as a bartender. And, like, you know, it's, like, you get the money mostly the same night. So it's like... Say you get like five hundred dollars. It's fast money. It's fa- it's literally. And we ain't talking about Family Feud, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really like the industry is very fast money, so it almost makes it impossible to like save because like it's like you get it, and for me to really save money, I would have to like put it in a bank. But even now, like I would say, oh, I'll leave my debit card at home. Now I have it on my phone. I can just like you know, up oh, left my debit card at home. Let me just use my phone and you know whatever. It's just, like it's tough. Like, no, it's even really if hard. okay, even if you were making way more than you're making now, you would still have that horrible spending habit because you I have do. more money to spend now. What do you think you spend most of your money on? Like what do you think the top thing you spend all your money you get my on? My rent? Uh, yeah, your rent is My and, rent, my car? I was just going to say your rent, your car, the insurance. I guess if I ever, I would say that I don't have a license or anything, but if I ever buy a car, I want to pay cash money and be out. I don't. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I don't want to have a car payment. And it's just like, that's just like another bill I don't need. Even insurance is just like, it feels like, but back to like the 10 year challenge, it feels like everything has gotten higher, but like the wages are like the same. And it's just like, it's really frustrating because you just feel like you can never like get like, almost get ahead. Like, it's just like, damn, like, you know. 
it would take me like like I really want to buy this house in the next five years, and I, I'm thinking like how much it would take for me to save a certain amount. Like it seems almost impossible. Okay, the thing with that is like you gotta just cut out habits. Like I don't know, for instance, like your cigarette habit. All the money you spend for that, if you did that in five years, you would have twenty thousand dollars easy. And that could be a down. That could be a down payment on a house, honestly. But it's it's all about you being serious about what you really want. Are you serious about even doing that? Because it sounds like I don't know. I feel that, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's like some people just like, I there are like some more friends who always just seem like they're like good. I'm just like, what the, like, sometimes I look, I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm struggling. Like, you know, I gotta say when I'm not, when I don't have money, I am, I'm not in a good mood. And I know she'll, you know, Darius knows this too. Like when I don't have money, I will be like, I'm in a mood. <laughs> I'm in a mood too. I've been in a mood this whole like, weekend. Like I be quiet. I walk around. I'm just like, ugh. like, it's just like money does. Do you think money can make you happy? It does for a moment. Yeah, it, it definitely does. can make you happy. Buy me all the things I like. Yeah. Also, you know, money is it's important. Like it, it is important. You need it to do like something in this world. Like you need it. Like you know, you have to have like something. Um yeah. I think I spend most of my money on what I will splurge on. Uh I do love I do buy a lot of clothes. Um, this also this whole Klarna and Afterpay is like that shit is the devil. Yo, okay, so Joanne <laughs> recently discovered Afterpay. She's oh, like, oh my god, it's the devil. I'm like, wait till you find out about Klarna and Affirm. She's like, oh my god, stop. Klarna, Affirm, QuadPay, ZipPay. Well, QuadPay is Zip now. Yeah, like girl, it's it's the devil because those charges come up. You know, like you know, really. Like, the thing with them, okay, so it's a great marketing scheme only because it gives the the um the customer the opportunity to only pay like one payment broken into four. Yeah. So like, why would you want to pay a uh, three hundred dollars for like a jacket, for instance, when you could pay fucking seventy five dollars? It's a really it's a good deal, but I will say this: that shit catches up to bite you in the ass because around Christmas time, what I did for Christmas when we were shopping, I bought everything like outright. I didn't want to put anything on Afterpay because I was just like, I don't want to have these payments because these these payments would be hitting me now around this time which is usually january is like a january is a rough month for me because it's just like it's i call it catch-up month every year it's just like because we spent all this money on christmas and it's just like all right bitch by the time like you know january hits like okay now let's catch up let's you know yeah whatever. january is like real slow for like a lot of businesses yeah my one both my jobs are very slow my bartending job we were like we had a great new year's eve and then we were like dead like literally the next day we were like we literally made like 1% of the money we made the night before. It was just like, we had a great night and a horrible night. And it's like, it's definitely, um, it was tough. Like, it's tough. And I do think even just being a server or like a bartender, it's hard to save money. Because it's just like, it's an unpredictable industry. Like, you never know what you're going to make. You just kind of like, make 500 one night and $5 the next night. And that's, you know, a thing. Yo, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, um... Have you ever done anything for money? <laughs> yeah, I fucking decided to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> no, besides fucking yo. I know stop. I'm blowing your mind here, yo, but yeah, you, I got a job. My mind is like. <laughs> um, I haven't, but would I? Yeah, I mean, like, like you're not opposed to like a sugar daddy per se. I would. That's a, okay. Now we're. I, I'm liking where this is going. I would. I have a sugar daddy. 
I, I would do it. I mean, or sugar mama. How about that? Same. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Like, you know. Also, I think the term, I think sugar days and sugar mamas, I think they sometimes get a bad rap. It's not always about sex sometimes. Sometimes should... they literally just want, like, a, a companion and someone to just, like, hang out with. Yeah, like, hey, have dinner with me and, like, you know. And be like, look good right school. next to me. Yeah. Yeah. Second of school, we both went to the same college. Do you feel like you're like in debt from like school? Oh fuck yeah! I mean, girl, I I, I worry my mom. Like I, I think I mentioned on another episode. I'm so yeah, worried about her like retiring and all that because. Okay, but like, lucky for you, the loans were under her name. My loans are under my name and my parents' yeah, name. But both my parents. But also, my credit is not that great. I'm trying to get that. So up you're a lucky. Bit. You don't even have any student loans under your name. Yeah, my mom is. I'm gracious. My mom has been making payments on it, but I almost feel like. I feel like I should be paying them, and she's gonna be doing it forever. Like, it's, like I feel like the debt will outlive, like you know, my mom. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, it's just like an astronomical. It's a loan, but it's like of, okay, it's like say you owe twenty thousand. It's like at the end of it, you're gonna owe fucking fifty thousand. Like it's more, just never ending. More like that interest. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, let's talk about like you know Biden when he was supposedly supposed to cancel student loan debt, and he's like no, but then he paused it to like. I don't know what the date was, but he as much as they keep pausing it, they have enough to cancel like at least twenty thousand for each student. If you cancel all the student loan debt, because clearly people have money, I feel like people like the I think the economy would just do so much better. Honestly, like I think the economy would thrive if that was canceled. You know why they don't want to cancel student debt? Why? Because they don't want to see the poor get rich. Yeah, and you know, I you know I watched this documentary on Netflix. It's called like Money Explained, and they were talking all about this. And they were talking about you know like people of color are probably have the most debt, and most of people of color went to like private schools, which we did, which was like AI, and you end up paying way more than the original loan. I mean, like way way more. Like it's like it like the the original loan you got doesn't even like matter anymore because with the interest and all that, you're gonna end up paying like triple to like quadruple that amount, and it's like it's almost like a it feels like a scam. It just feels like a way to keep you, like, broke. And well, not only that, but, like, our school itself was a scam. And, like, I feel like... <laughs> well, you could say that again. <laughs> our school was a scam. And we had, like, a whole lawsuit. Like, they closed down a bunch <coughs> of our schools. I have one thing to say to them. I want my fucking money back. That's what I want. I want that shit deleted off my debt. Like... You know I would hate in school? This is a... You know I would, I would hate... Okay, so when we have breaks on school... I remember you would go home sometime and work or whatever. Breaks? Like breaks. Oh, yeah, breaks. Like breaks. So we lived in a dorm. We would have like breaks, like summer breaks, you know, whatever. And um, I would literally like, we would, you know, like the next quarter would start and you would have to, you know, get your schedule. But I would always have a financial hold. Always. I mean, every quarter. And I, we have maybe like two, three weeks off. I would be working when I worked at IHOP at that time. I would just be working, trying to make money. Trying to like pay them like nine hundred dollars. Like, please let me go to class. Let me get my schedule because you couldn't get your schedule until you paid your like till you at least paid all. They took the hold off, and that's eventually why. And even when you went to your your class, you couldn't even like have that class until you showed the professor your fucking schedule. Yeah, you had to get that, and they were different colors every uh, every quarter or whatever. So you would have to you could use old years yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah. They would have to make sure you were in that class. Let me see your schedule. Yeah, like I remember they were like one was like a green schedule one time, or like maybe a pink one. I always like, imagine this like bright orange. One. But yeah, but I would always have a fucking financial hold, and it, I would literally. He wasn't the only one. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't the only one. I would literally be in the office on Monday morning when class is about to start, and like just feeling like, oh shit, I need to get my schedule. Please, like, let me go to class. Here's six hundred dollars I made this whole like two weeks or whatever. <laughs> like it was so annoying. No, my my problems didn't even happen until like my last year. There was like, yeah, you don't have any loans anymore. You're gonna have to like borrow from another provider. <sighs> 
God. And I'm like, it's, what? That's a trap. It really is such a trap, like, going to school. Like, it really is. Like, it's just like, I don't know. That's eventually why I dropped out. Like, I literally was like, I can't afford to do this anymore. I literally can't. Do I literally it. ran out of loans. And, like, there was yeah. no way I was paying $1,500 out of pocket per class. Yeah. I do think private schools are definitely, like, a. They're definitely more like you know. I feel like you would also spend maybe less money if you went to like say like a state school or whatever. But again, depends on what you want to major. You know, thing that sucks about our school, we can't even transfer any of our credits unless it's yeah. the same school in yeah. a different state. I don't regret going there. I met a lot of people. You know, we wouldn't even be sitting together right now doing this we, podcast. We honestly wouldn't. A but, lot you of know. my friends, I would like. I don't know what I would have done if had I never like went to this school. Yeah, but it's just like, like money is like, it's definitely a thing and it's tight. And, you know, right now we're still in the midst of a pandemic. And, you know, I know a lot of jobs, like they're like almost raising their wages to like pay people more because most people aren't working, you know, especially when people are getting all that good unemployment a year and and a half ago, which seems like so long ago. Like that was. Wait, can I just mention something? Yeah. So during the beginning of that, like when it first hit us, um, I didn't get paid until like a month and a half later, like. If it wasn't for my parents, like, living with them, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, that was a really hard time for me. And there was one time where, like, I didn't have any money to eat or, like, money for groceries. I didn't get paid until, like, a month and a half later. Yeah. And I was forced to take you to the grocery store, and you couldn't even offer me anything. When was that? That was during the beginning. Let me tell you the date. March 20th. 2019. I I remember I did go to grocery stores the first day we knew we were shutting down. I don't I didn't I don't remember that of you not. No, I remember because you kept saying no, help a friend out, you know. And you know what's funny? I asked I asked D for money and he gave me money for groceries. Um, gross. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. <laughs> you really tried. You but really tried. But the last person girl. I thought helped me, like fucking helped me, you know. So if I had the money, I would have helped you. But I, at that moment, it was like also the mood in the grocery store that day was sad as fuck. Like, it was just really depressing because it was it was also very busy in that store. I remember the line, if I remember, it went back to, like, the next aisle. Like, everyone was trying to get their last seconds. Like, they were shutting down. Everything's closed. You know, no one's going to work and all that. That was uh, wild. Um, I just didn't have it. I had enough just for that. I spent all the money I had for myself because like, I have to eat. Like, I'm not going to be at work. And, you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that was yeah, the thing. I, I, don't, know, I don't remember that either. It was when you were with Darius. And you're like, help, help a friend out. I'll give you $10. That's what you said. That might have been so a different time. That wasn't the it was, first time. It was a different out. time, no. That was a different time. But it was time. around the same time period because I hadn't got paid from unemployment yet. You tried it. <laughs> you no, tried you tried it. it. You tried to slander tried me. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you're speaking my best friend. Like, you can even help me out with a little grocery. You helped me out with $10. So, if I, if I had the money, I would help anyone, you know. That's the thing I'll say. I would, like, I would help anyone need. Like, I, if I was a fucking billionaire, for example, you know, I would totally, like help out someone like that's why i also wonder like all these billionaires you have jeff bezos uh elon musk mark zuckerberg like all these like the fucking walmart family like you know the rockefellers like and like these people have like unlimited amounts of money why are there people fucking why are people like you and me still fucking struggling that's that's a billion dollar billion dollar question i can tell you one thing because um we have debt i don't think it's even about debt it's just like I, I just think of like I'm like someone like Jeff Bezos who is the richest man in the world like you could literally like give everyone a hundred thousand dollars for example and just like why are why are people struggling why why the rich are fucking like eating and like Amazon is 
you know how you know the time I see Amazon every day? I hear Amazon or see an Amazon Prime truck every fucking day. Like just every day. And it's just like, why are there people struggling when there are people who are literally have billions and billions and billions of dollars? Like, why are they only paying mind. them between fifteen and seventeen dollars an hour? It's I, 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 that old term of like, you know, the rich get getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer. It's just like that shit like that frustrates me. And you know, um, there's this whole thing of like, you know, eat the rich. I remember uh Oh, AOC, she wore this to like the Met Gala like the past uh, year or whatever. And it's just kind of like, it felt weird because I'm like, you're literally there with all these rich people. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was the point. It's just like, okay, like I, I get, maybe it's like, maybe that was like the point, but like, it's just, it frustrates me and it's just like, I just feel like people who are really rich should be like helping out the lower, you know, class. Okay, but there's another argument against that. So like, if it's my money, why, okay, some people might feel like, it's my money, why do I have to help other people with like my own money i don't know like for me maybe because i grew up like like poor i feel like when i get if i ever got like a billion dollars for example i would help out everyone like my family well, that's that, you out of all that would people need it. but like you know that's because i didn't have shit and i want to make sure that people you know who i who are close to me can like you know not be struggling like, it's like why am i sitting here eating fucking lobster and filet mignon while you're eating fucking ramen noodles you know what i mean like i can't like that doesn't seem that seems ridiculous to me like it's just like how do you not like no I we don't all know. eat together or even if you really want to get really deep into it why are we paying more in taxes than a billionaire if you make more money you should pay more in taxes like why why wouldn't you like like if someone is making a, a billion dollars say a minute and someone's making not even like thirty thousand a year why are you not like why are you not okay. paying taxes but like okay say <laughs> why is my net pay two thousand but i'm only taking home like eight hundred dollars oh, or something God, yo. you know what i mean net and gross pay child like let's get yo, into, the gross pay <laughs> let's get into paychecks because like sometimes i look at my check i'm like okay and i'm like oh i'm like i could you t- you mean you tell me you took like fucking five hundred dollars in taxes <laughs> like well who's getting this money like who who needs this fucking but, money but you know um philly itself has like a philly tax Philly is... And, like, a city tax. Like, yeah. city school tax I can or say whatever. Philly is definitely... And, you know, this is probably what... This is what I realized. Remember we were talking about taxes and why I never get, like, a refund or whatever? Um, or whatever? Like, no. it's ever since I moved in Philly... Like, let it go. But ever since I moved in Philly, I feel like my taxes... I've been paying more in taxes or whatever. Like, and it wasn't like that when I lived in Jersey. Like, Philly is, like, its own, like, whole thing when it comes to like how they but jersey taxes. when it comes to their taxes their highest tax rate is like with their properties yeah yeah the property tax in new jersey is crazy but like philly is probably a little bit better but like i just feel like i've been paying more in uh, taxes than i paid when i was like living in like jersey like it's crazy to me like, well, that makes sense like, like i wonder how states like delaware or like oregon like how do they deal with having a tax-free state yeah i like is there a minimum wage a little less just because yeah. yeah. Also, minimum wage is a lot to be desired. It's just like when I hear okay, so the federal minimum wage, I think is I believe is seven fifty, but then our state, Pennsylvania, it's seven twenty five. I'm just like, there is no way on on God's green earth that you can afford to like live on minimum wage. It's just it's impossible. Like it's literally impossible. You can if you're like a high schooler living with your parents. You would have to be like when I when I listen to people like I I listen to people talking like you know. I have adults who, like, you know, adult friends who still live with their parents, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when I hear what they spend their money on, I'm just like, you must, I literally look at them like, you must live at home. <laughs> or, like, when people don't come to work and shit, I'm like, you must, like, have parents that just take care of you. Like, when you're spending your paycheck on 
like every everything at your job. When I like, I get paid like say on Friday, and I'm already like calculating what needs to come out of it. This is due. This is due. This is due, and it's just like, I, you know, must be nice. Like I want to be at the point where like I'm not looking at my my bank statement after I purchase a big purchase. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, it's it's just like so different. I feel like when I was a teenager, money was just like. It's just like I was working at like fifteen. I'm like, this is just free money. I don't have shit to pay for. They was hiring fifteen year olds because I wasn't working until I was sixteen. Yeah, I mean, like whatever. Like as a teenager, but literally, I was just like, I was just, I would just blow my money. Like I, nowadays, I can never be that frivolous with money. Even like when we're talking about like me possibly going to Miami, I just have to think about every you know thing. And of course, one day I do want to get to a point where I can just like, yeah, let me take off work and go to Miami because I just have the money and the means to like do so. But um, it's hard. Like it's really rough. What do you think is a good way to, like, save money? Like, based on, like, the jobs you have, what do you think would be the best, like, way to, like, stack I feel like the money? whole, like, savings account thing, right? Because, but then it's, like, you have the urge to, like, um, transfer that same money into your checking. Yep, exactly. Like, that's a scam, too. And, like, there's also, um, I also want to get into, like, you know, just, like, you know, I always got to bring a black perspective to this because there's, there's a different, there's definitely a way the way black people spend money and how they save money. And the way how white people spend money and how they save money. And it's, they're not on the same level at all. Like, literally. Because I do feel like white families teach their kids, you know, about, like, you know, doing this. You know, their own property and stuff. And I don't think, I don't think black men, I don't think we've caught on to that. Like, setting our kids up for, like, this amazing Wait, question. generational wealth. Have you ever just wrote out, like, a budget plan? I like, your monthly a... expenses? Okay, I have it in my phone currently. Like, I write the date. Of all my payments that are due and like what it is, so I I'm like I had the game, so I have the extra money to pay for it. You don't ever do that every no. month. No, I do. I kind of just like I kind of know what my check will be, and I just kind of like I, I I honestly wing it. I'm just like whatever. Hopefully, I make you know a good oh my gosh good enough money in my one job. It's just like I don't know. I just want to get to a point where I can like you know whatever. But I want to get back to the thing of generational wealth and yeah. like setting setting our literally our kids up for like success and I. You know, clearly white people for the most part make more money than black people. Just that's just, you know, you know, systemic racism if you want to talk about it. That's also slavery and all and all those things kinda just just fit uh factor into why black people make less than them. And it's just like I just like as a kid I was never taught to like, you know I'm I'm sure my mom didn't have like, you know, like savings, you know what I mean? Like, it's like we were never taught that. Like you have to learn that. On your own, it's just like it's really frustrating, and I'm still learning it as I sit here, like 30 years old, still like learning. Yeah, but for me, growing up, like I was just told to get like a job, like being a doctor and stuff. Like I wasn't told, like, well, I was kind of told, like, oh, you need to be greedy with your money and stop spending money on other people. That's what I would be told. I will say, I do think Asian people are very uh, tight with their money, and you can correct me if you if I'm wrong, but I feel like they very, like I think about say like the Chinese store near your parents' house, like they. Like, her one, the daughter's there, like, she's in college, you know what I mean? Like, they're very tight with their money. I do think they kind of budget very well, honestly. You know, speaking of the Asian community, um, I feel like the thing with, like, the groups of, um, like, different cultures, I feel like white people and Asians, they have a way where it's, like, they want to see everyone around them, like, eat. It's, like, like, no offense, but, like, I feel like the black community, I feel like it's hard for them to, like, want to support each other and, like, 
eat like it's like why don't you and a group of friends have an idea to like own a laundromat or something and like yeah. you know make a come up like it's i feel a, like it's more with like white people and asians doing that yeah because i i you know like i, I you know it's funny i work in a bar and i and my i i would say most of our clientele is like white teenage not white like teenage like white white college kids who are like you know whatever and i'm just like I'm just wondering, like, what their parenting was like. I'm like, I feel like I'm looking at them like, you guys probably just have it so easy. You guys can come in here, spend $200, be good. Your parents have set you up to succeed. You're probably going to school. And this might not be the case for everyone because there are white poor people who are poor as fuck. Like, poorer than we are. Like, for sure. But as a whole, like, the clientele that comes in our job, I'm just like, how does it feel to just be set up for, like, success? And didn't, like, I don't know if you even, like, earned it you just like you just are just set up because you had good parents you know who like set you up go to school you're gonna have a good job you know you're gonna have a good family and then you just pass it on to your kids and you know i i don't feel like i don't feel like black people have figured that out and you know there's a lot of factors in that just like like you know it's just like even like you know the educational like level you know like do you have the education to do that like when people are like you know oh you can be anything you can do this i'm just like there's a lot of factors that not everyone can do everything just because, like, you know, I don't think we're all afforded the same opportunities, you know, like, that's definitely not the case. But, you know, it's different um, with not I'm just saying I'm not saying white people in general, but some parents, they set their child up by setting up like a bank account, for instance. And then yeah. as the child grows up, they can't touch this money until they reach a certain age. I know a lot of people do that. Like they have the secret bank account for their child yeah. and you're not to like 23. You can touch it. and It'll be like thousands of dollars. I know people <laughs> do that. Which is a good idea. Yeah, you, you know, know, and you know the, the thing that black people do that I don't like that it's like a, it's like a running joke now. But like a lot of black families I know, I heard stories from like so many black people I know saying that their parents at one point put an electric bill in their kid's name, you know, because apparently their credit wasn't too good. And like you're literally fucking your kid up for life when you do shit like that. And I know, I know personal people who I know who literally have had a light bill in their name. I've never heard bill. of that. It's, it's a black thing. Okay, like, I've heard. If any black person's listening, like, definitely sound off on this because it's definitely a thing. And it's just like, you're really setting your kid up to like, be in financial ruins. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because like, you're messed up their credit when they haven't really built it up yet. And it's just like, I think that's a bad thing. I think we need to stop doing that. Like, I, I don't think that's a good like, well, another thing yeah. on the on the white side of this world, um, they have their kids' names added to their credit cards so they can build their credit. Mm-hmm. So, like, what you're telling me is kind of like, I've never heard of that. I've always heard the opposite. Like, the parent helping the child build their credit by the time they're 18, like, they'll have really good credit. Yeah. Also, I think, uh, I think school should teach, like money like a, a money course like a finance like when you're in high school they should give you like a it should you should take a class every year like a financial class you know, i took something like that stuff like that i took something like that but literally it was like a budget where it's like we had a, a chart and it'll be like rent and then like the child expenses like like everything you could possibly think of like we we made like a budget chart for it yeah i think that's a good idea i, I just would i do think school should like teach because like I think, you know, I, I worry, and I always say this, and uh, I should have mentioned this on a parenting episode we did, where I was just like, I worry about the next generation of kids, like, they're not going to have, like, I just, I just don't know, like, I just don't think it's going to be easy for them, like, I, they always say this generation, us, are we the one generation is not going to do as well as our parents, our parents are going to do better than us financially, based on, like, you know, just how the world is going with social media, and, you know, 
people not wanting to go to college because they don't want to be in debt. And you know, I, I wonder who will be who will be the doctors. Well, not even that, but just like, like that. nowadays, it's like gentrification. Like For that sure. didn't exist back then, no, so everything was more affordable. Yeah, I, I I think everything I find everything expensive. I went funny. I went to the grocery store the other day, and I'm just like, all right, I like budgeted my like whatever. You know, how I am with food. Like, oh, you <laughs> like love. Food. I will spend money on food, but I'm just like, I'm learning the supermarket. Like, just like everything is so fucking high. I'm like, why is this so expensive? You get like, I got like a few groceries for like maybe three days. I spent like seventy dollars for three days of worth of food. I'm like, this is. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, this is not well, okay. Well, when we, we went shopping for this Instacart person, mm. and it was like $300 worth of food that probably was only going to last like a couple weeks. Everything is just expensive. Like, the thing, the problem that I have with like just the world, everything is expensive. Nothing has gone up in the wages. It's been like, if you look at a, a, like a line graph based on like, you know, the price of goods and, like, the wages is like this. Wages going up, like, the price of things going up and the wages staying consistently, maybe a little bump here, just consistently, <laughs> like, you bump. know, like, flat. And I, I think that's a real problem. And, you know, I, I don't know how we fix it, you know. Bernie Sanders tried, <laughs> you know, and is still trying. It's just, like, I don't know, like. All I think about is him sitting in that lawn chair with the mittens. It's iconic. <laughs> Bernie is a fashion icon. I, I love Bernie Sanders. I, I honestly do wish he was our president over Joe Biden. I think he really, like, I just really like this platform. But again, politicians, they only can do so much. Like, you know, people put it all on him. I, I will say one thing. Whenever it's a Democrat in office, we, like, we put them through it. Like, Trump did some bullshit and, like, they kind of just let him get away with most of it. Whenever it's a Democrat, the yo, we put the fucking Democrats through, like, the ringer. Like, I, when Joe Biden gets out of office, if he's reelected for a second term, he's going to be, like... <laughs> he's like, you see the picture of Obama when he first got in office, and when he got out, he looked like... He still looks great, but, like, just... It was like, a, a bunch of gray hairs. He was gray just stressed hair, out. bags, wrinkles. Like, we There's, really stressed him out. eight years. Eight years. I'm like, this is wild. Like, it's... It's crazy. What oh, you, wait. Go ahead. There was a question you asked when we were in the car earlier. So, if... Today's MLK Day, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how would you think he would react to, like, the world and how it is today if he was still alive? If, okay. Um, I think he would be, like... I think he was very disappointed in, like, the way the world has gone. Um, I, I don't know. That's, that's a loaded question. It's funny. I asked you this. How do, how do you think he will react? No, I'm asking you. You didn't even answer. I, I just think he would be very disappointed with shit that's going on, especially even when we go back to, like, you know, oh, I didn't the resurgence <laughs> of uh, Black Lives Matter movement, like, in, in like, 2020 or 2020. Whenever, like, Ooh, but, like, yeah, I, think he would, I think he also would have been in the forefront of these, like, movements and all that. And, um... Yeah, I think he would be kind of disappointed, but I feel like he would be like the mayor of like one of our cities. I think he'd be president or something. You know, you think? I think so. Like I, I don't know. Like I think what Martin Luther King like stood for. I'm glad you mentioned this. Um, also, this episode's gonna be coming out way after Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, Day. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think he would just be like, I think he would be leading the. Char- I think he would still be doing what he's doing, so leading the charge to like you know, social justice and you know like civil rights and all that. I mean, do we even have these things? Like, you know. I mean, I feel like he would be like a key component to changing our minimum wage. I don't know. I feel like he would. Yeah. He'll be that person to convince 
you know, someone to change it up. The minimum wage needs to be higher. I like, you know, everyone was getting unemployment during like, you know, the pandemic. And for once people were finally like living like, oh my God, I can afford things, you know, you know, like, I'm like, you should be getting that anyway because you go to work. Like you shouldn't be like living paycheck to paycheck. And that's literally like, that's what, that's that was what based off making like what four grand a month. Like, why can't everyone make at least like I don't know, like forty thousand a year? You know. I mean, they say you should want to make three times your rent, like essentially. Well, like, no, they say you should be making double your age. Like, say we're almost thirty, we should be making like sixty grand right now. Bro, I can tell you right now, Tevin Jones is not making that. <laughs> <laughs> and if I if I am making that, I'm working twenty four seven at five different jobs. No, <laughs> like, you better be like the CEO of fucking Five Below. It's like. <laughs> So what do you think your, like, plans are to, like, you know... Okay, so this is my five-year plan. So I really want to get into my tattooing. Like, I really hope the next five years I'm really popping and open my own shop. At that point, I know by the time I open my own shop, I'm going to be fully booked. I'm going to be making money. The income's going to come. You know, that's that's what I truly believe in. Yeah, I love that. I, I really think that will happen for you. Um, that sounds so like the way I said it. I think I'm really happy for you now. I, I genuinely think that will happen. Um, I, I just, I'm in this mood of like, I was like talking to people. I really am like, I'm, I'm really planning to buy a house. Like I, I live in, I have a roommate now. I live in an apartment. I'm thinking about maybe just staying there, but I feel like the next time I move, I want to be able to like own a house. And I've seen so many of my friends who had kids who were like, I just purchased a house. And like, you know. It's like, I, I want that. Like, you know, like, that's what okay, I want. Okay, like, back to, like, the last episode. Like, I want my house to be, like, the party house where, like, my kids' friends can come over whenever and have, like, a little pizza party or, like, a movie night. I know, that sounds really yeah, gay. that sounds very <laughs> shallow. I don't know about all the pizza party. I just want to own something that's not, like, you know. You just want to call it something your own. I do. And I do think paying rent is just, like, the more I think about it, like, I pay my landlord, like, rent every, and I'm just, like, I just get annoyed because I'm just like, fuck. Like, I'm not paying you to stay here, and I don't even own this place. Like, I'm just like, I want to just, like, pay a mortgage or something and, like, eventually have the potential to own something. Where, like, you know, I got the deed. This is my fucking house. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I want to get to. And the next, you know, and it takes time. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, that's where I want to get to. I want to get to that place. Yeah, my focus is more towards, like, my my tattoo career. I feel like the house will come after. Yeah. But, like, my thing is just, like, getting there. Like, yeah. that's my path. I think we should, like, put that plan in motion, like, both of us. Like, Well, I'm sure. already working on it. Like, I already, like... No, you are. Try to reach out to be, like, an apprentice at this really popular shop. Mm. And they haven't even, like seen my message but like they're so popular to the point where like what are the odds of them even opening my message and i think you know i would say this like believe your own hype like you cannot tell me i am not like the next wendy williams for example like i like i believe like my own hype i think i'm a fucking superstar and like you know i think my work speaks for itself i think i'm a great artist and i feel like if no one notices this like i feel like i don't know i do I have to try harder? Like, I don't know. It's just, No, I think it's just being confident and just keep pushing forward. Like, you like know. I'm confident, but it's more like I feel as if I need more to show. Like, people need to be reminded, oh, I can do this. I can do that. That's why I feel like I do so many things to accommodate different customers. Yeah. And, you know, like, nothing uh, worth having comes easy. So, like, you got to work okay, for Okay, quote. It. Yeah, like, like, that's real tea. Like, you got to work for things. You know, some people get lucky and, they, you know, it, it, they just get handed the world on a silver platter you know <laughs> um but that don't mean nothing if i ain't got you <laughs> you know oh, what i mean no. like you know it's 
you know, I've, I've always known, even just being a black man, even being a black gay man, I know I gotta work harder, and, like, it fuels me. It makes me work, I gotta be better, I gotta be harder. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Okay, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, that part. Um, yeah. And that's all Mary had a little lamb. That's all I'm part. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, every episode I feel we've done in the past couple weeks need a part two. So there's going to be another money some, at part some two, point down two, the line. Like, hopefully in five years we're still doing this and I'm in a fucking house and we're you recording so? in my studio. That's what, that's what I want to be. I want to be at that point. Like, Oh, Lord. Who knows? Like, you don't know what the I'm, I'm in a moment right now, so we're just thinking about, like, the tomorrow. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I got to work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, where can we find you on the socials, girl? On the socials, um, you can find me at E V O L S H E L Z. And bye. Um, you can find me at uh, Tevin Jamal Jones. Uh, you can follow our Serving Tea page on Instagram at Serving Tea Podcast. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Music. Sorry, Apple Podcast. I said Apple Music on another episode. I realized. That. Did you really? Yeah. Um, and also you can uh, you can also now write reviews and uh, ratings on Spotify now. Um, those are definitely our two main uh, platforms. But we're also wherever you get your fine uh, podcasts, rather as Google Podcasts, Stitchler, Overcast, Anchor, whatever. Stitchler. Yeah. You know, and definitely leave us a nice rating and review. And I will share all the uh, reviews and ratings. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at serving tea, serving underscore teapod. And yeah, I think we, I think we, we did it. We did it, Jill. <laughs> we got an episode. <laughs> I was thinking more like Dora. Like, I knew you were going to say that. My God. We did it. You're so predictable. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <clears throat>